Welcome to the Alpha Dude Podcast with Michael Pulser. What would it be like if you knew that you were unstoppable and you could live life on your terms? Better yet, how good would it feel knowing that on your deathbed, you had fulfilled all your potential and more? Life on Earth has a beginning and an end. It's what you do in the middle that counts. Let's look at how to make that part even better. What stresses you out? This episode will focus on stress. If you've read Viktor Frankl's famous book, Man's Quest or Man's Search for Meaning, it is an absolutely foundational book on how some people are able to deal with stresses and other people are not. Stress is simply the ability uh, to cope with the challenges that are ahead of us and to do this in a way that has an optimal mindset. And when you achieve this, you achieve the flow state, which is so famous. The problem is that sometimes we become a little bit unbalanced and you all know the the famous thing about where the stress is at its intensity and where your talent or ability is. So the challenge, if the challenge is too high and your ability is too low, it creates massive amounts of stress. But if you do it reverse and the challenge is so low and the ability is so high so that what you're doing is easy, then it's usually so easy we just don't care about it. We have an apathetic attitude and sometimes even we get a little bit down about what we have to do. So everyone knows about this. But as I said, mindset is such a pivotal part of the equation. And that's why people like Viktor Frankl could go to the concentration camps, could do crazy time in torture camps and then come out and still be positive, still thrive, still cope. And not only that, go out and teach the lessons to the world. And that's exactly what he did. And that's exactly what you can do once you understand it's through your mindset. It's the same reason why somebody might go through bullying at school and they will come out scared and scarred while the other person develops amazing amounts of resilience. It's all to do with the mindset. In this case, person A, the person who gets bullied and becomes scared and scarred, has that absolutely logical pathway to define the experiences as trauma. And if you're traumatized, then by definition, you're a victim. And so logically, this person is a victim. There's nothing wrong with the way that they've worked this out logically, but it is a choice because person B went through exactly the same thing as person A and he accepted that he can control what he can control, what's inside his circle of power. And what's inside his circle of power is to work out what the meaning is in the situation. The difference that I observe in people and that is written in numerous studies is essentially that The people who thrive do not take being a victim, but they move on to take responsibility. And when it gets extreme, nobody can cope with it. I mean, just by pushing, you can't can't get out of a situation where, say, for example, there's 100 massive guys in jail and they're all beating you up. You might not be able to get out of it physically. Fair enough. But if you do survive, if you do give a good account and you make it out of there, you define what you do with what happened. 
You can either stay the victim and be a hollow person or you can redefine what it means and take that meaning to the next level. Now, it's easier said than done, but the other option is just to be a victim and that's unacceptable. To illustrate this point, I'd like to bring in an example of perhaps one of the most famous people in the world at the time of the recording, and that is the President of the United States of America. Now, across the pond here in Australia, we don't know exactly what's going on except from what the media tells us. So this is an absolutely neutral view on the person as a man, but more so how he copes with things. So as the president, he has the most difficult job in the world, and I understand he's one of the most hated people in the world as well. And regardless, as I said, whatever your views are, forget about it. Watch what he does with it. You notice that he loves the fight. He will never back down. He's on Twitter fighting back. He's, he's always standing up to any challenges that come his way. And as part of that, he's never seen as being a victim. He doesn't take the road of being a martyr or being a victim. He always stands up and fights back, as he puts it. And although being the president, he doesn't have much downtime, he does have a little bit, and he uses that to rejuvenate. So I think if that person who's in one of the most difficult jobs in the world, who is being attacked so viciously, whether rightly or wrongly, if this person is able to deal with it just by changing their mindset, I think we all can learn something from that. Now, if you're not driven, if you're not experienced, and if you're not coping, it's a massive task to try and work through whatever stresses you're going through. So that means that all you have to do is make it manageable. And the only way you can make it manageable is the same way that you eat an elephant, one bite at a time. Break it down into little steps. Once you've broken it down into little steps, whatever is ahead of you, then allow the downtime to reflect on what's happening. Don't ever be a victim. And also redefine the situation to match up to you. That means to love the fight. So for example, if you're finding work is stressful, just examine it. Are you actually skilled enough to do your job? If you're not, maybe work at developing that. If you find that's interpersonal skills, work on that assertiveness, confidence, whatever it is, find what it is and work it into manageable steps to deal with it. And then find out that if you're coping as a victim, you've got to turn that around because nobody's winning from that. You have to take absolute responsibility. And then over time, and you get the little victories, you'll learn to love the fight too. So finally, I just want to mention that if you're not on your purpose, expect not to succeed. Expect massive amounts of fatigue. Expect apathy. Expect stress to follow. And we can refer back to the trigger episode. And all you have to do is set up a trigger so that when you start to get any of these feelings, it should trigger your mind and saying, hey, something's wrong. And then it brings you back to the downtime. You reflect and say, oh, I'm not on my purpose or I'm not skilled enough or I'm not driven or I actually don't care about what I'm doing. Reset. Find out what you need to do and make the changes happen. In my experience, this is the best way to deal with stress. Don't avoid it. Don't just 
knuckle down and fight through it. Be strategic. As I mentioned in the brief announcement, I talked about paradigm shifts and the release of the new book. A paradigm shift is where you have a fundamental change in approach or underlying assumptions. And in this case, we look at paradigm shifting the fundamental change in approach. And that approach is in how you go about perceiving and working in the world. Consider this, if you were able to have one superpower, what would it be? Invisibility is a common one, which infers you can get away with things while being anonymous. Super strength is another, because this means you have implications where fear is banished and you become stronger than anything that comes your way. But what would it be like if you could have both? If you had complete possibility that you could choose what you wanted done out of several possible alternatives at any time. That's right. You could choose that invisibility component to avoid the negativity, or you could choose to have that superpower to attract what you want in your life. And that is exactly what we discuss in the book, Attract Love, Repel Hate, which is being released next week on Amazon. If you can get a copy, it's on pre-order. Otherwise, it'll be released next week. And if you like it, drop a review at Amazon Store. I've been crazy busy getting this book in shape, ready for the release. So there'll be no coach on board to assist us this week. But next week, we'll bring someone on again and return to our usual guest format. In the meantime, if you have any other questions, please reach out, michaelpolser at gmail.com. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're hearing a guest and you're like, well, I have something that I'd like to contribute, absolutely reach out because I'm open to taking guests on this podcast with an interesting story and approach to self-help. That's all, and I'll speak to you next week. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If so, rate it from the place you downloaded it. For any questions, send an email to michaelpolser at gmail.com.